0: To do something about this gate because the gate is open and the goats have gotten out again. <laughs> Hello, it is Bill Gray and John Chapman. We are two old goats, and this is our podcast. A little um, housework here before we get started. Uh, you can find us uh, at your, uh, hopefully, your favorite podcast location. We are now on Amazon and over at Audible in their podcasts. We are at Apple in their podcasts. Um, that, those are the the main leaders. And uh, you can find us also on uh, Facebook. We uh, have our own page on Facebook, and I post our episodes on that as well. Uh, so if you want to just get them off of Facebook, you can do that. And Facebook is 2 old goats and it's t-o-o and also uh email at two old goats at gmail.com uh we did this plea in the last episode would like to do it again uh, we would love to hear from uh, anyone who has found us and uh, uh and listened I, I did talk to uh, a co-worker the other day that had listened uh to the first episode she said she was house cleaning and it was something to do for the house cleaning and <laughs> uh, and she said she enjoyed it said uh, she thought uh, you know we were we were interesting and i asked her i said could you tell we've known each other almost 50 years and she said uh, yes
1: it has so, been 50 years yes yeah, so plus years now
0: all right well you know jesus i'm getting older and older. So uh, and again, I'm not asking for compliments. I, I'm uh, criticism. Uh, I mean, I can give myself all the compliments I want and have no problem doing that. But uh, if you have a few moments uh, listening today, we'd love your comments, and uh, you can do it in email or over at the Facebook page, um, and uh, and tell us uh, we like what you're doing. We wished you'd do this topic, and uh, can't you guys just go back to the bar and have some more margaritas? Yeah, uh, we can do that. So uh, we look forward to that. Well, this week,
1: <sighs> let's
0: tackle a big subject. I, uh, I wade into this water very slowly um I, I here's where I would like to start with uh, like we did uh, in a previous episode uh, about uh, definitions. And if I may, this comes from uh, dictionary.com and the definition of republic, that we are a republic, uh, one a nation under God, if we you know kind of take that information. Um, It is a state in which the supreme power rests in the body of citizens entitled to vote and is exercised by representatives chosen directly or indirectly by them. Uh, For our friends in Virginia and Massachusetts, any body of persons viewed as a commonwealth, uh, a state in which the head of government is not a monarch or other hereditary head of state, Um, That's what we have for republic. Um, We do have another term to throw out, uh, or I do, not we. I won't wrap you in my madness. But the other term is theocracy. And theocracy, also defined by dictionary.com, a form of government in which God or a deity as recognized as a supreme civil ruler the gods or deities' laws being interpreted by the ecclesiastical authorities, a system of government by priests claiming a divine commission, a commonwealth or state under which a form or system of government. Um, I, I did when I in doing the research, uh, there are several times when people refer to. Um, the anti-abortion stance as Sharia law. Uh, I, I did some some uh, digging on that, and, and um, that Sharia law doesn't forbid abortion, um, depending on which sect. Uh, some do, some don't. But to uh, lump uh, Sharia law as um, uh, that our country is following Sharia law, uh, not so much. But uh, that's what I have on definitions. That's interesting. Yeah. Did you know, you know, we hear a lot about the founders. The founders, the founders. Those evil deists. Yes. The cornerstone of American jurisprudence was English common law. And In colonial times, abortions were permitted prior to quickening, and that occurs usually after the fourth month of pregnancy with the first perceptible fetal movement. Um, There were no states enacting specific legislation in the first third of the nation's history. So... uh, you know, that's interesting. Uh, wasn't until the late 1800s that uh, abortion uh, became an issue in this country and uh, really got crazy in uh, the, the 60s and 50s and 60s. Uh, the estimates of illegal abortions in the 50s and 60s range from 200,000 to one2 2. Uh, The Gut Marker Institute is uh, our source for information on this. Um, In 1930, abortion was listed as the official cause of death for almost 2,700 women, nearly one-fifth of maternal deaths recorded that year. Uh, It declined to just under 1,700 by 1940 and just over 300 by 1950, Uh, It's credited with um, antibiotics um, where it was saving some people. But uh, we still had back alley abortions and um, that has now um,
1: resurfaced,
0: uh, resurfaced. And it's it's crazy that uh, we are not. A Christian nation. Um, now, I say that not by the number of Christians who live here. Um, I, I believe the last note 72% of Americans are Christians. Uh, I, I can't attribute that. I'll say that up front. But um, that uh, we are a republic that is ruled by the voters and not by a text. And, um, you know, depending on who you talk to, that's not the way the ball bounces anymore.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) And here's something that's uh, an interesting statistic as well, that um, research is showing a two-tiered system in which options available to women confronting an unattended pregnancy are largely determined by socioeconomic status. Yeah, socioeconomic status, rearing its ugly head again.
1: That means um, if you're rich, you can get away with it. And if you're poor, you're sort of stuck in the middle. Well, because I mean, abortions are not cheap. You
0: know, well, I mean, that's the way it happens in, the, in our country, isn't it? That uh, the poor um, get denied access, and and uh, we've chatted before about justice is a commodity. Yes, that if you have the money to provide an exceptional defense, um, you got a good shot at beating it. And uh, it's a lot of times things get beat on technicalities that lawyers that specialize in uh, different aspects of criminal law, it's the first place they go to see if uh, it can be thrown out. And if you don't have the resources to uh, afford uh, that type of lawyer, uh, it's not a good thing.
1: Well, when Roe was passed in 1973, it gave women the right to choose, and the U- It's 410 U.S.C. Subchapter 113 is what the Roe v. Wade decision is, and that gave women the opportunity to do things they otherwise could not do or have to go to a back alley. They didn't have to do that anymore. The co- the Supreme Court decided that everybody should have the right to have an abortion. The Dobbs decision, Dobbs versus the Jackson's Women's Health Association, was overturned, Roe, in 2022. And that would be Justice Scalia, I believe. I can't and, remember right now.
0: but and, and again, the issue that they shielded themselves with was, it was not a referendum on abortion. It was a referendum on states' rights, and you know that's a bunch of crap. Oops. That that the whole and again, I'm. I, I it was a long time ago that I had a civics class. I will be the first person to say that. But isn't the federal government supposed to help? Um maintain some sort of even playing field well, and 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 that's what Roe versus Wade was about to maintain a legal uh, a level playing field.
1: I just don't understand the decision. They can couch it any way they want, but it's just like Congress back in the day when we had military bases everywhere. Congress would not vote to close a military base in their district. So what did they do? They created the BRAC Commission, the Base Realignment and Closure Commission. Let these guys, which were not elected, go out and say, well, let's close this base down. We don't need it. It's surplus. So Congress shielded themselves from that. And just the same way the Supreme Court shielded themselves. But it's B.S. They took the right of women to make their own decision away from them. And I think it's played out in these past elections. I think the women got out and said, oh, no, no.
0: I'm going to wade in first, if you don't mind. (laughs) You have better Um, than me. Well, I mean, here's, here's my position on this, that I've read both arguments. And I think both arguments are valid. Uh, it, it merely boils down to a point of view. And, and, and I don't mean to diminish uh, anybody's point of view by saying a point of view. I mean, it, you know, is it murder? Well, I mean, if we talk about semantics, the word to abort means to end. So something had to begin. Um, If we talk about life begins on the cellular level, which we're talking about life begins at conception, that would be on the cellular level. Uh, I mean, I tell you what, that's a very dangerous slope. Um, But again, I I see the pro-life argument. On the other side, I see the choice argument. And the key term in that for me is choice. And this may be kind of an odd logic, but when you have two sides that have strong arguments, you try to find a middle. And in my opinion, the middle is choice. And then there would be people that say, well, if you say choice is the middle, that means choice one. Well, not necessarily, because if you don't believe in abortion, whatever reason you don't believe in it, you still do not have to support it, and you can exercise your right not to support it. Be my guest. It's a free country. The other side of it is if some people need abortion um, for whatever personal choice, they should have the choice. And they should be able to to have the best medical care available. And and until the scales in my head tip one way or the other, I I, I think we have to settle on choice. I'd um, agree. And, and the other side of it is, and then some other folks are just going to turn their nose up about this. It's not my body. You know, I mean... Why should I be able to make a decision on what a woman does with her reproductive system? Uh, I mean, that's, I don't live in that body. Why do I have jurisdiction in there as a male? Uh, it's not my choice. You know, it's purely a woman's choice. And I would advocate that that choice be there so both sides can get what they want rather than only one side, which would be the bans. And uh, that's, I mean, I, I can get into the roll call here when you're ready. That—that uh, that it
1: it's when I'm hearing the people that are against abortions, it's most all the time, it's a religious reason. And religion doesn't play into these type decisions against me. If I'm religious, then that's my call to be religious. If I'm not, that's still my choice. But to say you're killing a baby or something like that, it's not God's plan or whatever they say, it's always a religious reason. And we don't, we're not controlled by religion in this country. You are in your church, but that's your church. Your church is not part of the government. Mm-hmm. Just because we have under God in the Pledge of Allegiance, you know, that was put in by Truman in, what, 51. Mm -hmm. So it was not there before that. So these things that everybody wants to couch the position that it's God's plan or it's God's will or whatever. Well, that's bringing religion into what we're talking about Mm -hmm. politics. you
0: you do have an opportunity to exercise your religious beliefs in a choice environment. You just don't do it. Um, a lot of places uh, that the funding issues are are still there of what uh, what the feds can pay for, what states will pay for. I I, I just uh, again and and because I am pro choice. Uh, it probably pollutes my argument that choice is the only viable because it benefits both sides. Um, I I, I don't know. I mean, I
1: think you get a lot of blowback from that one because people will say that's not any choice, but I'd have to agree with you. You have to give people a choice Mm -hmm. when you say it's only this way, then there's no choice in that you're taking or you're taking something away from women to do that. And a Mm -hmm. bunch of, Old men making choices for women is just wrong. We need more women to be elected and put in those positions Mm -hmm. where they make the laws. Then we get rid of some of these tired people that are making rules to pander to their church group or whomever, because I can't understand how our legislature would decide that they want a total ban on abortions in this state. That's going to hurt more people than it's going to help.
0: I can. (laughs) Um, Look at the history of South Carolina. Um, It's, it's, again, I've made my argument. And I'll stand on it. And if people feel that choice is a win for choice, then fine. That um, I I I don't want us going back to um, coat hangers. I, I just you know we've come too far uh, to do coat hangers. And if I may digress a moment about religion, um. I went to a, a Baptist college, um, um, Baptist College Charleston, now it's um, ba- uh, Southern, Charleston Southern. Southern. Now. And we used to have this thing called Convocation, which I'm betting they still do. Um, I, I, I went to college in the 70s at, at Baptist. And um, I have always had burned into my mind one of the speakers at Convocation. And he stepped up to the microphone, and uh, he was a Baptist minister. And he said, we have God at a disadvantage. And there was a collective gasp, and uh, some of us were waiting on the lightning bolt to come through the ceiling. Um, But he said, we can choose whichever flavor of God that suits our lifestyle. God takes us at face value. And I, I really think that I that was something that I took away. I mean, here we are, you know, 2000, almost 23, and I still remember what he said, that, you know, we can choose whichever flavor of religion that suits our lifestyle. And um, I, I, I just... You know, and, and if we're going to go down this religious road and, and, and we're going to start adhering to the teachings, I mean, let's talk about this guy named Jesus. I mean, he was not as judgmental as evangelicals are today, in my opinion. Um, I, I mean, it, it, I, just, please do not drape yourself in the Bible. And if you want to keep it as your personal view and you want to run your life that way, God bless you. And, you know, we'll meet up at the pearly gates and, and, uh, St. Peter will go, you can come in and we're still waiting on the pass for you, whichever it goes. But religion is, is very subjective. And in this country, the demographics are changing. I mean, we saw you, you made a moment, uh, a moment ago, a comment about more women, more women were elected. That's probably going to be helpful for us. Um, we had a couple of openly gay um, people elected, you know, n- n- not just Barney Frank anymore. Um, that uh, the demo is uh, the country is changing. Uh, the demographics are changing Um that uh, we're looking 20, 30 years down the line, there will be a different uh, majority and that there are discussions that uh, the whites will not be the majority in power. And I think that's some of why uh, white conservatives are, you know, launching these campaigns of diluting and all of that, because they know the sands are going through the hourglass for them. But I, I, again, I, I I just, I mean, I'll go down this road forever. I just need to stop. But religion is subjective and laws uh, probably shouldn't be. Uh, That's my take on it.
1: Religion is a belief that you have. Nobody can prove there's a God. You can't, I mean, it's not a fact that you know it, it's your belief. But what people are doing is if you pass a law in, say, South Carolina, that all abortions are illegal, what they're talking about now, even doesn't matter about the woman's health or anything else, just make them illegal, then you're forcing women to have babies or they're going to have a backroom abortion. Either way, You know, it leads to more problems. If they don't want to have a baby, chances are they won't be the best mother they could be. They've been forced into a situation. It wasn't their choice. Mm -hmm. And what happens when that child grows up? Mm -hmm. Is the mother going to be there for that child all the time Mm -hmm. or the father? You bring in so many different Mm -hmm. aspects and layers to this argument that... It's sort of unfathomable. Yeah. I can see the Republicans screaming, they're going to be welfare mothers or this or that. <laughs> why, if you forced them to do that, why would you con- even consider something as ludicrous as that?
0: Because it supports their point.
1: Well, uh-huh. it's a good talking point, but yeah. it's just not, I don't think it holds up to the facts.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, are you ready for the roll call as we get near the end of the of the afternoon?
1: I would like that. I hadn't Alrighty. heard it today.
0: Here is the roll call. Um, again, this is uh, I credit the New York Times for this information. We'll start with the band: Alabama, Arkansas, Idaho, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, West Virginia, Wisconsin. Those uh, ring a bell as to what part of the country they're in. <laughs> in Georgia, abortion is banned after six weeks. In Arizona, an appeals court has blocked enforcement of an 1864 law that banned abortion with no exceptions for rape or incest. Florida is at 15 weeks. Utah, 18 North Carolina at 20, Indiana at 22, Iowa at 22. Um, Those two states, Indiana, Iowa, North Dakota, Michigan, Montana, Ohio, South Carolina, Wyoming, uh, and Wyoming, um, their bans were blocked and are in litigation. And to the other side, where it is legal but limited, that would include Colorado, Delaware, Kansas, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and DC. Um, and now to the legals. And we're showing um, Alaska, California, Connecticut, Hawaii, Illinois, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts. Minnesota, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Oregon, Vermont, and Washington. And and that is the roll call and where we are today. And we'll see what happens on abortion. And um, again, we can say some of the blue wave was because of abortion. Um, The youth voters felt that that was a threat to their future. Women felt that was a threat to their future is what the common or conventional wisdom is now. So that's where we are on abortion.
1: And if the GOP would like to commit suicide, they need to go ahead and pass these laws in states to make it totally illegal, like Lindsey Graham said. But it you know, the states where it's illegal, if the they get it passed through Congress, they will not through Biden. He won't mm-hmm. Vote for that. If they can get it through Congress and passed by a president, then the states where it's legal will become illegal because, I mean, the federal law trumps state law. Hmm.
0: And uh, to credit uh, the Pew Research Center, the annual number of U.S. abortions rose for years after Roe versus Wade legalized the procedure in 73 reaching its highest levels around the late 18 uh, 1980s and early 1990s. But according to the CDC and Gutmar, since then it has generally decreased at a very, quote, slow yet steady pace. So, uh, I mean, the argument uh, may be that it's not needed. I, I mean, we'll see. Everybody's got a right to their point of view, not inflicting their religion on me, though. That's where I am.
1: I agree with that one, Bill. And we are at the uh, at the edge. I can hear the
0: gate start to close on us. They're herding us back into the field. Uh, we'll be with you again. Again, uh, we would like to hear from you at twooldgoats at gmail.com. The two is two-oh-oh. Oh. Uh, we are on Facebook at Two Old Goats. We are now on Amazon and uh, Audible. We are on Apple. Um, We are starting to appear everywhere we can make it available to you. And it's always available on our podcast or on our uh, Facebook page, too. So that'll do it for another week. I'll see you next time.
1: See you guys.